that God, better? Now I almost wish that garbage that we just deleted was <laughs> it's still there. I could bring it back. You want me to bring it back? No. Okay. We're doing it. This is okay. our episode. How's good. it going? It's going pretty well, man. I got a, got a good leg workout in today. I'm slowly getting back to like normal feelings when it comes to squats. I'm changing from low bar to high bar, and yeah. it's definitely, for some reason, harder mm. than low bar because I haven't done high bar in so long, but... Interesting. It feels good. You showed me the difference between low bar and high bar, and apparently it's just an inch higher on your back. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. I mean, there's more when it goes to like the actual like movement of your knees and the drive yeah. mechanics, but yeah, pretty much, pretty much. Feeling pretty tired. Um, you got some weird things on here to talk about. This is a, this You is need to be not a... judge me for the things I put on our list. <laughs> you got some really cool things here, buddy. Thank you. Is Thank that you. still judging, though? Just positive judging? No, no. It's That's evaluating. <laughs> it's a positive evaluation. I'm evaluating that your things are weird. Say the first one. <laughs> um, Chris's secret promotion. Oh, okay. Are we really starting with mine? You said the first one. That was the first one I saw. Okay. <laughs> I can. This is. This I, is uh-huh. I can. I can. I can do something different. No, I'll start. I'll start. No, 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 no. We right. can, Okay, you ready? <laughs> you ready? Are you ready? Yes. Okay. <laughs> the price to pay for change. Contract for how long? Yeah, I don't know what that means. Okay, so I was having a conversation. I was having a conversation with uh, my co-host Mikey, yeah, aka YouTube channel Microscopics on the Takedowns to Breakdowns podcast I do, yes, which is the martial arts MMA stuff. And I asked him. I said we were going through like the rankings of yeah. UFC fighters, and I was like, "What would it take for you? Like, would you be willing?" to jump in the ring with like a top 10, top 15 ranked fighter for X amount of dollars. And I found his range that he would say yes. And it's not as high as you think. Hmm. He, he basically, we basically, he agreed to, I think it was like 30 and 30 or, or 50 and 50. Well, I don't know what that is. So if you do like a 30 and 30, that's $30,000 to show and make weight. Yeah. And you walk into the cage and it's another $30,000 if you win. So oh, wow. you could have a walk home of $60,000 within a day. If you win. If you win. Okay. Um. So I went the opposite at first. I basically said, you have to face a fucking killer. Like you versus, I don't know, what's a, you versus um, John Jones. Yeah. Who's considered like the greatest of all time. Who's currently moving up to heavyweight because yeah. he loves powerlifting and he just packs on muscle. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, you versus John Jones. Would you fight John Jones for... I don't know, 250, 250. Mm-hmm. He was like, yes. And I was like, you would fight John fucking Jones for 250, 250. And, he, and his answer was basically like, yeah, dude, I, I basically will make $500,000 if I win. And even if I lose, that's $250,000 I do not have in the bank just for cutting weight and walking to an octagon. Just for cutting weight and getting seriously injured. And getting into the octagon. That's my point. I said, <laughs> right, but do you think that's going to be an easy lost it like what about the physical repercussions he said hospital bills he said fuck it well technically you don't pay any hospital bills oh uh, when they you fight. like cover that for you uh any injuries you sustain or any treatment you get for uh from fighting mm-hmm. in the ufc it gets covered by the ufc okay so this would be a an official ufc event yes okay mikey versus john jones <laughs> john jones who is a, a beast yeah a fucking beast yeah um so yeah, and uh, yeah, he was like out two fifty, two fifty. I would do it, and we, then they got got us talking to the point of what? How much would it take for you to jump in and do that? 
like to jump into the octagon and fight somebody, how much would it take for you to say yes? Like, what is the lowest, not the highest number, that's easy. What's the lowest number it would take for you to be like, fuck it, that is worth the risk and the 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 reward is too great. Like, the, the payout, the abil- ability to make that much money is so great. Yeah. Are you asking me or are you about to tell well, me Well, that's this? what I'm about to ask you, but with him, I think we got down to 15 and 15 for an <laughs> amateur fight. Okay. So a local circuit, he would jump in for a 15 and 15. Okay. But for the UFC, I think we got to 50 and 50. Yeah. Is uh, the lowest or maybe even 30 and 30, I think we we got to. It blew my mind away. He was so willing to do it because <laughs> it's just, bro, you're out of your fucking mind. Like, I, I would not do a UFC fight ever. So that's that's me. Well, I mean, no. Okay, if you pay me, <laughs> I was gonna say like that's irresponsible of yeah, you at a certain if, point. If you pay me fat stacks, I will definitely get in there and happily get my ass kicked for uh, fat stacks. Yeah. Um, and his point was, what I get knocked out and I don't remember and it's over. That's fine. Or <laughs> or I just tap out because I get subbed. That's fine. Like whatever. Yeah. He was like, I, like I'll tap out before something breaks or I cho- get choked out. So yeah. that's fine. Easy. Like, I don't care about my pride. Fuck it. I get paid. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, all right, let's say. So I wanted to yeah, ask I mean, you. Yeah, for like a nobody walking up is like, all right, here's this guy about to fight John Jones. Oh, John Jones killed him. <laughs> it's like, you don't lose any pride there. It's like, yes, that is the expected outcome. <laughs> so I ask you, I know you don't watch fighting. Yeah. So I know you don't know anybody by name, so I can't mark anybody down sure. to say. But... Let's just hypothetically say 250, 250, 250. Yeah, that's that's the make lowest a, it would yeah, take make for a you quarter to... million to get really injured. <laughs> I'd like to think that a professional like that wouldn't like snap my arm off and beat me with it. <laughs> but <laughs> I feel like he'd be like, all right, this kid's an idiot. Well, no, <laughs> I mean, I do mean, what I, mean... I can to make this over quickly. I just hope they don't like toy with me. Up there, like, come on, hit me. You get one free one. <laughs> you wouldn't want that. No. Why? You'd be like, no, just hit me really hard in the head. <laughs> you so you wouldn't even fight. I would try. I'd be like, all right, uh, stop. <laughs> You're such a dick. <laughs> two fifty. Two fifty. Okay, I so think, qu- I don't know. I can I do something else. <laughs> what do you mean? Like you fight somebody else? No, like jump out of a moving car. No, two fifty. Two fifty. This is MMA UFC roster. Uh, contract sure 250 so 250 one fight contract that's the lowest you would go yeah street fight whatever an amateur fight yeah i don't know 15 sounds good 250 250 a quarter of a million yeah right like or that, half a million if you win that, what, no so that would entice I, you to train so i don't know if you noticed but when you asked me i just said 250 i didn't even consider the other 250 <laughs> I'd just be like, no, I'll take 250 to go get knocked out. Like, it's this whole, you're being way too optimistic, I feel like. Well, no, because you would have a training camp. For how long? Um, if this was a serious thing, you have one year. So, this time next November. Do I get, like, a salary for that year? Like, can I quit my job and just train for a year straight with, like, a, a coach? Be like, no, eat this. You get your current job salary for the next year. Oh. And that's it. But I but I don't work at my current job. No. I just get my current job salary. Yes. To train. Yes. Hell yeah. You would do it. Yeah. Then I'd then you know what? I'd call it two fifty, two fifty. Because if I if that's my full time job, basically like, yeah, I'm never gonna look like Star Lord, 
But if it was my job to look like Star Lord, I'd make it happen. <laughs> okay, <laughs> like so Chris Pratt. So let me ask you this: What is your weight? Uh, put gonna put me on blast here. Well, okay. I haven't checked in a while. Then how about this? Since we started working out, okay. I'd guess two twenty now. Two twenty. So that's two twenty out of shape. Let's put you at around one ninety. Yeah. Let's put you around one ninety. If I lose weight and and fully get healthy, yoked. and then you do a then you do a weight cut. So we'll put you at like, I guess one eighty, one eighty five. Yeah. I guess we'll do that. I guess one eighty, one eighty five. Um. Okay. Okay. I'm just trying to find. I'm just trying to figure out your weight class. <laughs> You're uh, just gonna throw out some name of some very strong sounding man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna throw out some name. Oh, you're gonna fight Duke Cannon. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. Well. Okay. I guess it really depends on how badly you want to weight. You want to cut weight. I guess that's really what it is. <laughs> just, just give me a name that I don't know, so we can move on. <laughs> No, I'm so curious though. Like I'm because here's the thing. I feel like I I'm fascinated by people who say they would do this. Okay, so okay. Would you? Would I? Yeah. No. For $250,000, you wouldn't train for a year and then try to fight someone and then lose. That's stupid, Dubs. <laughs> That's irresponsible. No. It, well, here's the thing. I know the technical level of what my weight class would be at cuz mm-hmm. I'd probably be fighting featherweight. Yeah. And yeah, that's, <laughs> I mean, I would like to think that I have what it takes. I mean, I might be able to last longer than a few, a few minutes or a minute or two. Yeah. I don't know, man. You'd be facing fucking Robert Whitaker. Oh, he sounds strong. <laughs> he literally sounds larger. <laughs> <laughs> what is it about his name that makes me think that he's just a big boy? Uh, Robert Whitaker comes from Australia. Yeah, sure. Okay. I was, I was going to guess like England or Australia. Um, he is a former middleweight champion. Mm. He's the middleweight division. Uh, he. Okay, here we go. He's got 10 wins by knockout. He's got five wins by submission. So tap out. He has a 41% striking accuracy out Oof. of 1,901 significant strikes attempted. He's landed 774. Out of seven takedowns attempted, he's landed four with this 57% grappling accuracy. Um, he is 185 pounds, okay. 72 inches tall, 73.5 inches reach uh, with his hands, and a 43-inch uh, leg reach for kicks. Ooh. Wait, are, is there kicking in UFC? Yeah. Okay. There's kicking, there's punching, there's elbowing, there's Ugh. takedowns, there's wrestling, there's grappling submissions so it's, it's everything yeah it's mixed, mixed martial, martial arts. arts so it's all of it oh mma that's what mma stands for you never guy. knew you never knew mma stood for mixed martial arts no we should watch an mma event together nah <laughs> <laughs> why you've never seen one right no i mean i've seen clips you've every seen once clip. in a while that's a clip will pop up on that's reddit not and it's same. like oh look at this guy scam i got scam into it scam would watch it with me i don't like fighting you don't like fighting? No, it's just like, let, can we just talk it out? <laughs> like, I want to watch two guys weigh in shirtless. They put their fists up next to each other and they're like, ugh, I'm so angry at you. And then they go in an octagon and it's like a desk with two chairs. And they're like, why did you do that, man? <laughs> it's like, what are you talking about? I was just doing what I felt was right. I think. If, How would you think this is right? I think if you watch, if you watch Chad Mendes versus Jose Aldo 2, yeah. the rematch, 
I think that would change your mind. And I mean, watch it. I don't mean like YouTube, like choppy 20 frame per second clips. I mean, sit down with a UFC fight pass free trial, watching <laughs> Jose Aldo versus Chad Mendes two, and you watch it in full, like full, like replay action. <laughs> so you hear the crowd, you hear the backstory, you see the walkouts, the whole nine yards. That is probably my favorite fight. My number one fight of all time is probably that fight. And holy shit. Is that fight absolutely bonkers? Mm. Bonkers. We need to do it. We need to watch a fight. We need to watch Aldo, <laughs> Aldo Mendez too. We gotta watch I, a fight. I don't my get dude. what, like what. You know what I think of, like to its core, like at not a pr- primal is the right word, but at like a the most base level, it's just people paying money to watch two people fight. Like it's very yeah. like gladiator tribal like it's so it's so weird to me it's such like an archaic like a barbaric is too strong of a word you could say barbaric but it's literally just barbaric watch him do the punch you could you could so here's the thing there's there's a huge gap of of an of of demographic when it comes to mma you have the like punch up just fucking punch up crowd like you have the like the whole just like knock them out knock them out fucking and people who just want the blood yeah they just want that and then i like to think i'm the other demographic where i'm watching the footwork the head faints i'm watching how he's baiting the with the jab he's yeah. waiting for him to come in he's fake he's faking with like a double pump goes for a takedown he switches angles to get behind the other leg drops him on the ground immediately moves to side control he's able to piss him up top with the triangle <laughs> position yeah like like as somebody who did martial arts for six years intensely it's just chess. That's yeah. a, it's like this weird chess. With Punch the, chess. It, it, yeah, it's like <laughs> chess with your body, but it's also chess in a way of... Uh, how can I... Just, something really... And it's very sports-based, but it's, you know, it's super uh, focused in with martial arts. It's just control of your body. Yeah. Like, if I want to make my body do this thing, I should be able to tell my body to just do that thing. Yeah. But... You can't. Yeah. Most people can't. That's mm-hmm. why you have to train to do that. You know, yeah. most people flinch or like back off when a punch comes near their face or something gets near their eyes. And these people train to not do that. Yeah. Boxers do the same thing. Boxers, boxing to me is fucking wild. I think boxing is more wild than MMA to me. Like, yeah. Like, I, I, the speed at what those guys do in boxing and like the fact that it's a, a it's a perfected style. Like MMA is evolving still. Mm-hmm. Mar- mixed martial arts is still changing on a monthly, like a quarterly basis. Mm-hmm. Like new techniques are being altered, evolutions of old techniques. Like entire martial arts uh, styles the, are being dropped. The meta off. is changing. Yeah, like all the time, all yeah. the time. And it, and it's and it's weird because you have a lot of copycat like vanilla versions of what an MMA fighter is mm-hmm. and then you have a traditionalist like a Steven Thompson. Steven Wonderboy Thompson is a black belt competition karate guy who came up into martial arts fighting in karate competitions like yeah. normal karate who's a karate teacher full time outside of fighting the UFC but when he fights in the UFC he is one of the very few guys who fights traditional. Mm. He doesn't fight in an MMA stance with like this half high 
uh, arm guard to stop takedowns and get underhooks and grappling like most guys do. He fights bladed sideways. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a profile you never see because yeah. that's how he's used to fighting and point fighting in competition. Yeah, that's so cool. he can shoot in with kicks and shoot back out. And he's a fucking nightmare to fight because yeah. of that. Which is hilarious because traditional karate, you just think karate kid that can't work. And then you see Stephen Thompson <laughs> go out there and fight two championship fights for, like, for the belt with that style. Yeah. And it's just, how is that fucking working? And then you see him face off against a guy who is an MMA fighter, traditional guy who does not have that background, who's learned, I learned everything, so I'm, I'm, good, at, I'm good at everything, but I don't excel at anything. And it goes back to the chess thing. Of like, well, how did, how is that? How can he beat him? Mm. For me, the big fun in fighting, watching people fight, is <laughs> trying to figure that out. Like, the latest big thing was Habib Nurmagomedov facing a guy named Justin Gaethje. And Justin Gaethje is a, a fantastic collegiate wrestler, but he's got amazing knockout power, good head movement, and he's got quick feet work. He's also known for really good low kicks, like hitting the legs and stuff like that. Habib Nurmagomedov is a guy who's literally never lost. Mm. He's now 29 and 0. He's the most dominant fighter that MMA has ever seen. Mm-hmm. And everybody thought that Justin Gaethje was going to be the answer to be able to keep him at bay. Mm-hmm. And it was, how is this guy going to beat him? Versus, like, et cetera, et cetera. Like, like Nurmagomedov is the perfect wrestler. He always wrestles. We, you, he always wins with his wrestling. He is unstoppable in his wrestling. Does this guy have the footwork, the creativity, the speed, and the knockout power to threaten that? Will that back up Nurmagomedov? Is he going to pressure and try to force through it? It's a whole thing of anticipation. Yeah. And then when you finally see it, it, you see this unfolding of this strategy on both sides. You see what they've been working on. And, and you see how they deploy stuff. it. And you see, you hear the changes. Like, Did like that in fight happen yet? Yeah, it happened. Who won? Uh, Habib Nurmagomedov, second two second round uh, uh, submission. Yeah, choked him out. Wow, got him in a triangle. Yeah, but it was because the game plan was completely different. Justin thought that he could come out and keep distance. He could pepper, aim for the low, uh, the like the leg kicks, slow Nurmagomedov down so he couldn't shoot for takedowns mm-hmm. and start picking him off with his with his hands and then eventually knock him out. Yeah, Nurmagomedov came out the complete opposite. And he blitzed him the mm-hmm. entire first round. So he constantly and consistently was pressure on him the whole time. Pressure, 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 pressure. And by yeah. doing that, it forced Justin to keep scrambling and running and circling out and keep backing up and getting off the fence and backing up and being on defensive and trying to counter but not get too close to get taken down and shoot back out and then get off the pressure again. And at the end of the first round, his coach, uh, Trevor Whitman, came up to him and said, Hey, slow the fuck down. Like he said that, like, and it's live on broadcast. You know, slow the fuck down. Calm the fuck down. Like, this is not the plan. You know, he's yeah. chasing you. He's chasing you. He's chasing you. He's going to, he's going to catch you. If you keep this up, you need to slow the fuck down. Chill out. We need to take it. We need to like reassess. You need to get him to back off, hit him a little bit more with leg kicks. Like we'll, we'll slow him down. You need to get him to respect your space. He's just going to keep pressuring. <laughs> respect your space. Yeah. Because if hey, he, man, back off. Yeah. And <laughs> what happened was number off kept pressuring yeah. until Justin got too tired from trying to avoid everything. Yeah. Got taken down. Got like lost in the scramble and then he got caught in the triangle and he lost yeah hmm so you would be fighting middleweight versus robert whitaker aka bobby knuckles from australia <laughs> former middleweight middleweight champion um 185 so how high are you how tall uh 510 510 i don't know how much that is in... he's got me beat by two inches he's got you beat by two inches mm-hmm. you said 72 inches you would hate to see a picture of this guy <sighs> i already do he, well here's the thing he's a really 
nice guy. He's yeah. no, he's no, seriously, he's a very. So hopefully he won't mess with me. He's he'll a, take me out quick. <laughs> he's a very gentle dude. He's known as being a loving, caring family guy. Oh, nice. He's very open and honest. Like he lost against. Uh, I learned my strategy. While I'm training, I'm just gonna get to know him really well. I'm just gonna make him like me. And he's like, I can't hit this guy. This guy's really cool. Uh, I mean. This guy, like, uh, he he got me that gift that, like, he he learned. <laughs> you just shower him with gifts. No, every no, week? no, no. I'm not gonna shower with him gifts. That's that's cheap. I'm gonna get to know him. Figure out what's that perfect thing that he doesn't even know about. That once he knows about, it, he's gonna want. And I'm gonna give that to him. Jeez. His learning about it is gonna be through me giving it to him. He's like, what is this? And I describe. It, he's like, that sounds so cool. Thank you, man. This is such a thought out gift. Then I get something for his kids. And then they call me Uncle Chris. And he's like, I can't, I can't beat up Uncle Chris. My kids are here. I invite his kids. He doesn't invite his kids to the show. They come as my plus one and plus two or whatever. His wife is there, but his wife's like, yeah, go get him, baby. Um, but his kids are like, hi, daddy. Uncle Chris brought us. He's like, oh, no. We need to also watch a Robert Whitaker fight so you know. Because in my head, I know how Bobby Knuckles fights. Yeah. And you don't? Yeah, no. And I really want you to see I know how, how he I fights. fight. <laughs> I, I play the long game. I play <laughs> the middle long game. game. Yeah. No, he seems like a really great guy. He's been very open and transparent about uh, like how he feels and and like his uh, his doubts, his insecurity. Like he's it's it's Ooh, rare. I'd use those too. It's <laughs> I'd watch I'd watch all of his interviews and figure out how to cut him deep. <laughs> he's a, he's an open guy, and he's a he's a rare case because of it. But he's a. <laughs> He's a fucking monster. Yeah. He's he's a fucking monster. Um, my my strategy is to be the car from Rick and Morty when uh, protect summer. <laughs> protect summer, daddy. <laughs> the, yeah, all Go loved ahead. ones can be brought back. All loved ones can be taken again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, that's my game. Okay. Um, you know what fight I want to watch? Captain America versus Iron Man. That's my type of fight. Technically, if it was a one-on-one and it wasn't with, uh, if the Winter Soldier wasn't there, I think Iron Man had him. Probably. I mean, he analyzed. <laughs> yeah, the fight like pattern his suit literally was and like analyzed, stopped it. Yeah, yeah, like, and then he had he he had him. Yeah, you know, then but Winter Soldier cheated. He did cheat, but then also Tony Stark didn't. Uh, Iron Man didn't pull the trigger. Mm. He could have, but he knew just. Yeah, no. He's a good boy. We're just on opposite sides. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that was fun. What's your next weird thing, or do you want me to do my thing? <laughs> well, do you want to do your thing? Or do you want sure. Me to... And my thing was I was supposed to bring it up last week because it was relevant last week. It's actually even more relevant this week. I got. I don't know if I told you way back when. I've been a YouTube Premium member for a while because I watch so much YouTube and I hate ads so yes, much. Yes, that we had that discussion. I don't like paying them, but I much prefer paying them than being. Forced, yeah, things smashed in my face on buy this buy that think about this this way this uh, holiday season dun, yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, yeah um no but i uh like six months ago or something they're like thank you for being a youtube premium member here's a google nest mini for free just put in your address here and we'll send it to you i was like what it makes sense because it's google and they want me to get their creepy tracking thing <laughs> 
Um, Live microphone, data reporting, yeah, my, home <laughs> listening device. My yeah. personal conversations are probably more important to them than $50. Yeah. But, um, so I got it, and it's still in the box. <laughs> <laughs> I meant to like get, oh, I might give it to someone this year. Hey, uh, that's a good <laughs> gift. Yeah, right? Google, yeah, yeah. Google Nest or no, Google Home Mini, whatever it's called. I don't know. A little like Amazon Echo, but Google's version. Um, last week... They're like, hey, thank you for being a YouTube Premium member. Uh, we're going to give you the uh, Stadia Premiere Edition, which is a Chromecast Ultra, the Stadia controller, and six months of Stadia Pro. Stadia is still, ru- still running? Still that was live? my first thing. I was like, I could have sworn I read an article about how this was gone. <laughs> yeah, I thought they got rid of it. No, it's still around, and I just got it in the mail today. <laughs> did you try it? No, it's my uh, my girlfriend was like, you got a package. I'm like, I did? I have no idea what it is. You can open it. And she's like, oh, it's the Google Stadia. I was like, oh, I forgot I I did that <laughs> yeah because it was like last week is like uh last wednesday so i was gonna tell you about it on last episode. what's what's the plan i'm, I'm gonna hook g- it up i'm gonna try it and <laughs> if i don't like it i have a chromecast ultra <laughs> hey that's that's Which, fun i don't know if it comes with like the i don't know if chromecast has a remote um but i have one of those now so when i get my new tv i don't uh i don't have to rely on the stupid smart tv i could use my apple tv and then the chromecast for like streaming youtube which is like that's the one thing i think chromecast is better at than apple tv is like, but do you want to change engineering? hdmi ports just to do that it doesn't automatically if you're on youtube and you hit uh cast to my chromecast it automatically switches inputs oh so you go off hdmi your cec baby oh, i don't see, know what that's you see for, when but. i when i watch anything on uh tv it's like phone is down i don't fucking touch it oh no but like when i cast something up yeah to i don't cast thing. things is my oh, point yeah. i just go to the app on the apple tv no i will i'll just open up youtube and just scroll what i want through youtube yeah especially that. and this hasn't happened at all this year but when i have friends over um it's so easy to be like oh let's watch funny youtube videos and you could like put things in a queue so you could be connected to my wi-fi throwing things in the youtube queue and i could throw things yeah. so like then my video come up and then my video and then your video and then my video and then yeah your, yeah yeah we could like skip through them and it makes a playlist it's, it's pretty cool yeah um yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna try playing some games what is the current lineup for stadia i don't know (laughs) i'm gonna boot it up and just mess around with it and see what i find are you intrigued by anything for stadia i don't think so (laughs) 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 but it was free it was like the google nest i'm like oh god i hate those i do not want this product i actively want it out of my house and you have the premiere edition yeah, the Stadia Premiere Edition. And look at that controller. Ooh. I hope it's just like a Bluetooth controller that I could use with like the computer or something. That's um, nice. Yeah, look at that Chromecast Ultra. Look at the little Chromecast. Look at the little Ultra. Look at that little guy. Look at that. Um, did you get clearly white, just black, or wasabi? <laughs> I did not know those are the color names. That's so stupid. Aren't they so cool and uh, hip? <laughs> I don't know. They're it's... so chic and, and new gen. <laughs> just black. Clearly white. <laughs> Um, did you, I can already hear the, uh, the, the best by voice. Um, so you can get, uh, your choice of controller colors. There's, uh, just black, <laughs> no, clearly white you can- and wasabi. <laughs> and then somebody goes, wait, is it at, like, what? Like <laughs> I'm picturing the best by guy saying it in a way where he's being like really shitty about it. It's like we have, um, clearly white and just black <laughs> or wasabi <laughs> or wasabi <laughs> i'll uh, have clearly the... white is also how you would describe my voice <laughs> <laughs> uh 
I'll have the white one. It's uh, it's actually clearly white, sir. But yeah, here you go. <laughs> uh, clearly, oh, it actually is clearly. You white. can tell because of the black and orange that's on it. Yes. <laughs> Um, uh, okay. Yeah, I don't know what's in it for free. Like with the Stadia membership, I don't know what I get because I'm not going to spend a cent on a game. But I, th- I think you just, it's all streamable, isn't it? Like it's a membership thing. You pay no. access to it. No, no, no. I think there are some things you get with the membership, but most things you have to buy. All right. So we got Attack no, 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 on you, Titan 2. That's gross. Final um, Battle. No, look. <laughs> Assassin's Creed Odyssey. We have Baldur's Gate 3. Wait, really? Yep. Baldur's Gate 3, Borderlands 3. We have Cake Cash. Ooh. Celeste. Krita. Krita. Yep. Darksiders Genesis. Oh, didn't know that happened. Dead, Dead by, by Daylight. Daylight. Destiny 2. Gross. The collection. Doom, Doom, Doom. Doom 64. Doom Eternal. Dragon Ball Xenoverse 2. We Ember. don't have to read all of these. I am okay. not interested in the whole next row. But um, oh wow, they have a lot now, though. But this—it's like they have a lot. You don't. I don't get all of these. What do you mean? That's not how Stadia works. That's why it's so stupid. You have to subscribe to be able to use it, and you get some things for subscribing, but most of these you have to buy. Like Tomb Raider, you have to drop like fifty, sixty dollars on. No, for the permission to stream it. Yeah. The whole benefit of it is you're basically you're playing it with like super high fidelity because they're running it off of their best servers in the world and it's just streaming to your device. It's not running on the Chromecast. It's running. I'm sure there's no delay with input when you do when you game like this, right? Like there's some. I know. I'm being sarcastic. I know. A lot (laughs) of people are saying it's, it's not as bad as you'd expect. No. Yeah. Like. If you're used to using Bluetooth controllers as opposed to a wired controller, it's not much worse. It's that fast? Yeah. It's crazy. Especially if you have like a higher internet connection. People are saying like, as long as you have the internet to support it, it's pretty cool. It's just, do you really want to invest in this new, um, what's the word? Not environment, but ecosystem. Like this brand new ecosystem. They don't have enough games for me to want to get involved. They don't. Well, then again, I'm not really like the guy to be like, yeah. I want to buy Windjammers 2. Uh, Windjammers 2 is amazing. You take that back. <laughs> no, Windjammers 2 and FIFA 2021. Did you see the uh, IGN review of FIFA 2021? No. They're like, well, uh, FIFA 2021 or whatever literally calls out the fact that there is no difference between FIFA 20 and FIFA 21. It says that on the box. Like, there are minor, uh, like, changes to cosmetics. There are no gameplay differences. My favorite. And my, go ahead. And they were like, and that's basically what they did for FIFA 20, even though they didn't call it out. Um, so since they basically copy and pasted this game, we're just going to copy and paste our review from FIFA 20. And they did. <laughs> and it was the exact same thing. And it even said, like, last year's FIFA 2019. <laughs> like, they didn't change anything. And they just gave it a lower score. Like, FIFA 20 got a 2, and this got, like, a 1. <laughs> my One of my favorite things is... Uh, one of, my, one of my favorite memes is it, like a study that says something about how like uh, I forget what it was, but like the, I forget what exactly what it was, but it basically was the uh, summary of um, I, th- I think it was like the repeated expectations of something is a leading is a leading sign of uh, leading sign of sign of brain failure. Yeah, and then it's uh, the Spider Man. 
uh, scene. It's uh, no, it's actually the um, Infinity War scene when what's his name turns around and he goes, "Oh, we're all gonna die!" But it's just like title like FIFA players. Yeah. <laughs> we're all gonna die. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't get it. I don't think all these games come with it. I really don't. What if they did? How excited would you be? Then cool. I'll play it. Would you? Yeah, for a bit. I mean, I don't know. Stadia is the gaming platform that lets you instantly play great video games on screens you already own. Stream games directly to your favorite compatible devices, just like you already do with music and movies. So your games are ready the moment you decide to play them without waiting for installs, downloads, or pesky updates. Is that, does that, did that summarize it for you? Yeah, that was really cool. Um, This is a year old uh, article, uh, but they're like, no, Stadia does not need a subscription. Stadia is a game or a service where you could stream games, but you have to buy the games. Currently their $10 a month subscription only features one game, Destiny 2. Which is a free game. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. I really don't know what it comes with. We will find out. I think I actually have the Stadia app on my phone. I don't well, know. You're going to have to as but a Stadia anyway. player now. <laughs> don't call me that. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. I'll have my Stadia review next week. Stay tuned. <laughs> but I'm, ex- I'm excited. Is that a dumb I'm, thing? I'm going to la- like, please buy this. I'm going to love it if you end up like being a huge Stadia fanboy. Yeah. If you're just like, you know what? I don't think I don't think I need a PS5. I, I think I think <laughs> I think everybody's underestimating the power of Stadia. I mean, I doubted it. I thought it was really goofy at first, this stupid free promotion. But you know what? Like, I am sold, dude. They sold me. Thanks to this promotion. Yeah. No, it's going to be like when the Steam controller, when they couldn't sell Steam controllers. So Black Friday last year, they were like, 90% off. It's $5 (laughs) for the controller. I'm like, sure. I'm probably never going to use it. I got it. I'm like, huh, that's what that feels like in the drawer. (laughs) <laughs> have you used it at all i used it one i used it twice i used it for uh age of empires 2 i heard it's good for rts games it was weird yeah because you could like click and drag and like move yes. your troops and stuff fucking like that. mouse right yeah like, right yeah. Okay. um and then i just used it for like a, a third person game i forget what it was but and then a first person shooter which everybody's like do not use this for first person was it it's bad? like using a laptop trackpad <laughs> oh good jeez okay so yeah. so Okay, 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 okay. So here's a question. Yes. What was the last promotion that you took part in that made you a fan? Ooh, okay, okay. That, that actually kept you involved and you were like, you know what? I dig this shit. Um, I'm afraid to say the name of it because the name of it is cringy. <sighs> oh, man, I should I thought should have just thought harder to come up with another thing. Think. But you can think. Our old we, can sit, we can sit here in silence. It's okay. No. <laughs> while you think it's okay let's just having a moment of silence yeah. on this podcast it's really it's okay high quality content no yeah. our old co-worker tom yes. got a promotion he got like a little 10 pack Ooh. of this beard balm um, beard balm okay it's like a it's like chapstick yes for your yes. beard you like yes. take a little little scoop of it you warm it up in your hands and then you just kind of rub it into your beard and it's like a beard oil but like more for shaping um so it was when i was trying to grow my beard a little bit longer which i just found out that's not the time for me yet but um it's from <sighs> badass beard care is the name of the company badass beard care okay yeah i th- i think yeah, okay. badass beard care. Okay. I think is the name of it. Um, 
and he gave me three scents that he just didn't like. He's like, I don't really like these. And one of them was called the Patriot. <laughs> so please my, tell me, please tell me the first before you continue. Please tell me the artwork for this bottle. This. Oh, it just has an American flag on the bottle. <laughs> it's Patriot. a little clear vial. And it actually lasts me a long time. This little tiny like sample. Yeah. Like a. I don't even know how to describe how big this thing is. It's very small and it was round. I really wish it was actually a tiny, tiny printout of the movie cover of the Mel Gibson Patriot yeah, movie. With stabbing him with the flag. a horse with the flag. Him with the flag <laughs> running. Like, that'd yeah. be amazing. But continue. Okay. Um, that's a good flick. Um, it is, right? No, that was it, a good movie. It's called The Patriot from Badass Beard Care. And I'm like, <laughs> I am not the demographic for this beard bomb. It fits in your truck. shit, it smells so good, and it makes my beard feel so luscious. Which is, what's, does, what does it smell like? Does it smell like uh, a Ford F-150? Nope. It smells like hippies. The f- The first ingredient in it was patchouli, which is like the classic <laughs> hippie thing. And I was like, I, I don't think... That's how they got them. I don't think these super patriotic people... Uh, who make this beard bomb have ever smelled a hippie because they're calling this the Patriot. Like this is what like soldiers smell like. Yeah. And I don't think it is. <laughs> and it's really good. Um, it's, it was really good. So did you buy some? Yes. Oh, I bought so like the little vial. So like even though like the normal size, like not the jumbo size or whatever of the thing has lasted me like well over a year. Nice. Um, it's really good. That's good. I just take like a little scrape. I like, I literally scrape it with my nail and then like rub it into my palm and rub it, get my hands all goopy. And then that's all it takes. Yeah. It's, it's that's really good. good. That's and good. it's just got a good stink. And when I put it on and then wear a mask, it's like trapping that smell in oh, my nose. And nice. it's really nice. That's nice. Like walking around Target smelling like a patriot that's that's you got to feel american right so i guess that that okay. little that little promo that i didn't even get just tom was like these ones smell bad and i was like not this one okay so for promos are we going off of like deals or stuff like that or just free items to try uh deals uh limited time trials like get the first month free uh here's a little sample oh i could uh, uh, Have you ever gotten cologne from a, uh, a magazine, the little scent strips? I've gotten the scent strips. I bought all my colognes off of doing research on reviews. Interesting. Not in person. <laughs> you don't literally smell them all. I, I did. I did. Well, you. The problem when you go in person to try colognes it is that fries your nose. Yeah, you it, you quickly <laughs> lose. Yeah. like it's an olfactory overload. Yeah. So that's why they got those coffee beans. Yes. Yeah. So I always, um, what do you call it? I always, well, I used, I, I have enough cologne to last me forever. I researched all of the colognes I bought and then I went and I, I would, I smelled it in person. And if it aligned to what the review was saying, I bought it. Oh, cool. I was just like, Hey, men's health said this is the best, like work cologne. It smells like they said it. I like it. Yeah, bought exactly. It. Bought it. Cool. It's good. Uh, <laughs> well, how about that commercial for Savage? <laughs> Johnny Depp's. So, so, oh, we should talk about Johnny Depp. Uh, no, pass. Okay. All right, fine. <laughs> That's fine. too heavy. That's too heavy? Yeah. Okay. I mean, all right, all right. I don't know. No, I feel fine. like it's, it's too heated right now. I still need to talk about my promotion. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I haven't mentioned my promotion. Go ahead. What you so, got? I don't... So, I, I, I live in a world of promotions. I don't think I buy things full price often like okay everything is kind of done with a discount code or sure it's on clearance or it's sale on clearance Ooh, those are the 
Mm. Uh. Um, so I feel like uh, I constantly live promotion to promotion. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't know what I would say. Like these slippers I have on. These you go were, to Costco a lot. These were uh, these were on sale, like five bucks off. Yeah, these you know these are fantastic. That's a that's an example. You know, um, like I don't. So you you go for sales if something is on sale. But is that a more promotion? likely to buy it? Is that a promotion? I I'm gonna lump it into that category. It's like a an offshoot of that category, but it's under the umbrella. Of what okay, we're talking okay, about, and I then think. okay, I think okay. there's here's a free thing for you to try. So hopefully you come back for more. That's another one. Okay. There's here's a thing that you're maybe interested in it. We're gonna knock off eight cents. Now are you more interested in it? Um, I fall and for then, those a lot. And then there's the um, here pay a much smaller amount of money to try a bunch of it or try a little of of it. And then if you like that, you could get more. I have an example of that that did not work on me. Bones Coffee. <laughs> Spent like $20 and got five flavors, and they were all weirder than the last. Yeah. yeah. Fruity Pebbles and Mint Chocolate Chip Ice Cream. Yay. and Highland Grog and <laughs> stuff like that. I... <sighs> what about tie-ins? If you buy this, you get this with it? This used to hit me hard as a kid at Bob's uh, clothing store. Yeah. When I would get those like skater shorts and like Tony Hawk t-shirts that badass. came with a tech deck. Yeah. Remember tech deck? Yes. I used to like exclusively own shirts that came with tech decks. Were you good at, were you good with tech decks? I, uh, I collected them. <laughs> I more collected them. But did you like Ollie and do like kickflips with them and shit? I didn't put in enough practice to get really good with it. But I just liked having a bunch of the different boards. I thought they were cool until I saw a video of a kid doing it at at a competition type environment and i just thought this is the dumbest fucking thing i've seen until you saw the apex of this hobby you're like no (laughs) this kid intensely looking and and just a circle of judges around him on a table while he's like kick flipping and ollieing with his fingers and i was just okay i'm done with this shit i don't care i never had one i never had one okay but i went like six or seven i thought i i thought i wanted one and then i saw that video and i just went nah i'm good yeah um Okay, so let's set the ground. Promotion that made me buy more for the first time? Sure, yeah. And it could be... So I feel like it's too easy to say that a sale would be involved, but I could go with the sale. Yeah, I feel like you only buy things that are on sale. If there's something that you really want, you could be dead set on, I'm going to buy this thing. And you just wait until it's on sale, I feel like. Yeah, pretty much. Just out of like, I refuse to pay full price for it. Thank you very much. <laughs> pretty much. Uh, you go to Costco a lot. I don't think they're doing samples currently. They are not. But back in the sample days, have you ever gotten a sample and be like, that is good. I want to buy that. Yes. Yeah, they got me a lot. Yes. With that. Um, surprisingly, it's usually the thing that I always wanted to buy. I mean, well, I guess it's not weird, but it's the thing I always saw that I was contemplating about getting, thinking, maybe that's good. I don't mm. know. Yeah. But I don't want to spend the money to find out. And then some nice old lady with a hairnet was like, here's a little bit yeah. of that thing that like, I cooked up Shepherd's for you. Shepherd's pie. It's like, <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, I never wanted to fully invest into the full 10-pound, 8-pound Shepherd's yeah. pie, but I'm going fucking deep yeah. into the Shepherd's pie right now. Do you so. ever get double samps? Do you ever sneak back around and get another one? You know, I I I don't. Oh man, I don't. I really don't. I feel like I'm pulling a heist. <laughs> well, here's the thing. To be honest, I don't like dealing with the hassle of it, of like waiting in line. It's or? basically 
like you know when you see a small child try to feed seagulls sure that's what i feel like those cart those those sample areas are and i get oh. so tired of people who grab the sample then stand there and Ugh. eat it yeah and it's just fucking move <laughs> like get it in motion i want to try the shepherd's pie just get it in motion <laughs> i do it i always do walk oh what is that shepherd thank you I just take it and move. Don't even ask. I don't care. If you, I, if yeah. it's hot and it's food that I get to eat while I'm shopping, I will literally walk past it and do like a drive-by. Like my feet don't stop moving and I just grab one and move on and do a quick 360 loop back to throw it in the trash and then move on to the next one. Yeah. I mean, I, I honestly stopped caring about them once it got more seagull yeah. situation. Yep. Uh, like I, I started to just think, you know, it's not worth it. Yeah, exactly. Because it's just gonna piss me off dealing with people. Yeah. When I see a seagull situation, I'm like, yep, that looks good, but I'm not even gonna. Go yeah. Near that. I, 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 I don't. I don't fucking know. Like, I just buy so many things on sale. I yeah. just, I just, like my my flannel lined jeans. Yeah. That I waited for those to go on sale. You <laughs> wanted them and you waited for them to go on sale. Then they then they did. Yeah, and you got them. Five bucks off, and baby. they're like too small or something. Fifteen bucks now. They, fit. I mean, they're they're definitely bulky winter boot style. Yeah, cut. Uh, I'm yeah, used to like straight cut. or yeah. slim cut. Um, so that's definitely a bit big, but they're great. So I guess like that's a great thing that I've always wanted for years. Yeah, fucking years. I think since 2014, <laughs> you waited six years for them to go on sale. <laughs> they just <laughs> no. So. They were always you can say yes. No, they were <laughs> always on you. sale. They would always go on sale, but I never got them in time, and they would yeah. always run out of my size until this year. For I think two to three weeks, every morning and every night, going to bed, I would refresh the Costco page. Wow, to see if they had my size, because my size was only available online. Okay, and they kept selling out of them all yeah. the time, all the time, wow. all the time, all the time. Till finally, twice a day. Once in the morning when I woke up and I was I'm going through social media, part of my routine was checking Costco to see if my thirty. Did by you have 30s, it like bookmarked at least? No, it's an app. Oh, okay. So app, search bar, most recent search, weatherproof vintage, click, click yeah, like scroll, flannel, click, flannel line jeans, click, thirty by thirty, tan or blue, grayed out, grayed out. Yep, <laughs> they have thirty by thirty two. That's a fucking no for me. What is so, your size? Technically, I'm like a twenty nine by thirty yep. in a slim. Uh, or uh athletic cut yeah those are like a regular cut so the 30 by 30s are actually big yeah like it's kind of bulky on me i would be more of a 29 by 29 in that kind of like regular or boot cut jean yeah but i'm basically a 29 waist Hmm. and uh i should be 29 30 length i'm somewhere in between interesting depends on the shirt we're on opposite ends of the uh pants spectrum yeah trying to find the right size is it easy for you no it's tough for uh, to find 38 30 38 30 yeah i got short little stubby fat legs (laughs) (laughs) well wait until you know we finish we're gonna kick off the 531 protocol uh probably i want to say january that sounds so iron man i love it <laughs> the 531 protocol yeah, it's like you could say barn door protocol and I'd be like <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's called the 531 uh 531 program cool uh 531 bbb by jim wendler and it's <laughs> bbb stands for boring but big what bbb stands for boring but big boring but big yes okay so it's a very boring program you get big okay <laughs> you get size yeah you get size 
you get thick thick i love it yeah you're gonna get thick thick i love it and uh that's when maybe it might be you might be my situation then where you can't find jeans that fit because from like the knee up <laughs> it's just so tight yeah. that you're fucked just big meaty salami that's hams that's where i'm getting at my yeah. quads and my hams and my glutes i, I hope my i hope i have a dump truck ass at this point but it's just because that's the fucking goal right come on guys uh i'm hoping i got a nice juicy if i don't then that sucks but yeah my legs are fucking thick from the knee up yeah um and it's not like you, i don't think anybody ever has like bursting calves to worry about in jeans mm. but yeah my th- my thighs and quads and shit are just fucking so it's so it sucks so you get pants that fit the upper half of your leg but the bottom half they're too big (laughs) it's like a dress yeah so (laughs) or it's so then you flip it around so they fit the knee down but then they're too tight to function from the knee up what's that what's that style that would be perfect is it tapered or does tapered go the other way uh tapered goes the other way for me what which fit what fits best for me is uh slim Got it. Like slim. I can fit in some skinnies. Yeah. But most skinnies are just too tight. Yeah. Like I like the way they look, but they're just way they're uncomfortable. too tight. You can't squat. I can't sit. Like yeah. there's like I'm dead like dead ass. Half of my jeans I can't I don't like wearing. Yeah. Because they physically hurt me when I sit down. Yeah. Because you know you need. everything tightens up and it pulls down the waistband to my hip bones. You, just, have you gotten ugh. on the stretchy jeans train? I have. Stretchy jeans are expensive. Uh, Old Navy. I keep getting all my jeans at Old Navy, and they're like forty bucks. That's ex- that's expensive. Oh, okay. It's expensive. I mean. <laughs> Never mind. <then. laughs> you live that high roller life, right? I don't. I don't <laughs> live that high roller Old Navy fast fashion life. I don't. I don't live that life, man. I, I just dude. You got to get the get skinny jeans, stretchy. They're skin tight on your blown out ass. <laughs> I hope so. I fucking <laughs> hope so. So my current jean setup, the ones that are the most comfortable are the ones that i've had since college Mm -hmm. that i have just they've been so they were tight but they've loosened from so many times of being washed and dried and worn that now they're so worn in that they're so thin (laughs) they're thin they're thin now (laughs) but because of that they're so pliable yeah and they just fit perfectly around me and those are the there's only three of them yeah You There's know, three of them, and one of them has a giant hole in it. I was going to say, I, I hate to give you this feeling, but you know the feeling when that pair of jeans rips? You're like, no. I mean, it's still wearable right now, but they're going to eventually give out. So those, where, do, where do your jeans rip? Um, They rip in the pockets. Oh, like at the bottom of the pockets? Like you the top like a penny in and it falls out? The top. Oh. Like, you know the actual pocket part? Yeah. Like... The area that attaches the pocket to my jean. Oh, interesting. It's just like the edge of it starts wearing you out. Keep slamming so your like, hand in your pocket, <laughs> pulling it down. So like if I put my hand in my in one of my jeans and in one of those jeans, yep. and I, I don't aim and go too quick. <laughs> You're I touching will, your leg. I will go straight. Like when I put my phone in my pocket, it will go straight down my leg pan. I think I've done this in front with you yeah. once. And I'm like, oh, but I had to you catch put it. Your, you put your phone in your pocket and I hear a clunk on the yeah. floor. It just slid straight down my, okay, my bud? Yeah. Yeah. So interesting. Um, those jeans on your right, yeah. Those I don't know if you noticed that those have been in this taper. room. Those have been in this room for a long time. Yeah, I bought those on sale because I got a notification of a sale on clearance for Outer Known, which is, uh, I think it's Kelly Slater's company. Ooh, um, surfer. Yeah, and he's huge into 
uh, recyclable mm. organic stuff for his clothes. That's a collaboration with Levi's. Cool. And that's a Levi's outer known um, co- collab that was on final sale that I got for, I think, 25 bucks. Nice. Uh, they are 30, I think, by 32 or 29 by 30. They're, they fit fine at the waist. They're way too long. So Got to cuff those up. That's the look now. Or I take them down to the whenever it's safe to because yeah. I bought those in quarantine. I go. I can go to New York City where there's a Levi's store oh. with an in-house tailor that will measure and tailor the jeans for me. That's pretty cool. And I get it done by Levi professionals. Yeah. Which... I mean, or you can just out. take it to a tailor, right? It's so expensive if you don't. Really? Yeah. Have you ever gotten pants tailored? No. Yeah. Besides, it's like, like 40 to 60 bucks. For a wedding. It's like 40 to 60 bucks for pants to get tailored. Damn. All right. Yeah. Maybe not that. It's not like 20 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was, I think, 40 bucks just to reattach two zippers to my hockey bag. Because the zippers like just got shredded. And I said, can I get new zippers? Yeah. It was like 40 bucks. to. I mean, I get it. That's not an easy job. It's yeah. a pain in the ass. So I get it. My but. sister got something embroidered. She was like making a custom bag for someone or something. And she wanted to get it embroidered. Uh, and she had like already committed to making this thing. And then she's like, it's $120 to get something embroidered. Yes. It's, it's not so cheap. weird. It's such a, like a, it's a weird dying industry that really does take a lot of work it's a lot of manual work yeah yeah and like skill so like i get it but then it's just like yeah but my pants cost less than that so i'm just gonna go get a new pair the problem is is i need to find jeans that fit i will say this though to anybody listening especially the gentlemen on the that are that are part of the audience tailor your fucking suits please mm. you look like a goddamn boss when you have a tailored suit on, right? <laughs> oh yeah like i i when i found out that tailored suits look that good i got rid of everything i bought uh i think it i think i have two suits two or three suits tailored top to bottom yeah i got them made to tailor yeah so i gave my general dimensions and it comes with extra fabric to tailor mm. i went to a tailor a town over and I said, I need this suit to fit. They measured me. They said, oh, it should be ready in a week or two. We'll call yeah. you. Went back. I look like a fucking boss. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> when, when, it's my wedding suits. And uh, yeah. it just I go to weddings and I look like a fucking boss. My my last suit, I got it tailored. And it was like, it's like a dark charcoal gray suit. Oh, it's hot. Uh, and like, I absolutely did that thing where like I put it on before the wedding and I like checked myself out in the mirror. And I totally did like that magazine pose where I just kind of like, oh, like just turn to the side and be like, oh, hey, what's up? Uh, how's it going? I didn't see you there. Do you uh, do you come to this wedding often? Oh, <laughs> but, practicing your lines. Yeah, uh, <laughs> a tailored tailored suit is really nice. Yeah, yeah, that's you, definitely like a treat yourself. Yeah, and also thing. it's not as expensive as you think. Yeah, for a tailored suit, I mean, it is money, but it's like eighty to one hundred and twenty bucks. Yeah. It's, and worth, it's it. worth it. Yeah. It's worth it. And it's just, you're more comfortable. You look better. You feel better. It's yeah. just, it's so worth it. Just start off with the right foundation of go, getting like the right suit dimension to yeah. start with. And you're good to go. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I think it's, I grew up on just the hand-me-downs. So, I'm mm-hmm. so I was so used to bulky shit not fitting me that I just felt like a child. Then I finally got tailored and I just felt like, wow, I feel like an adult. Yeah. Like, I understand I don't like doing it, but I understand the people that do dress up all the time. I get it. I, yeah. I, I get <laughs> like, it. I kind of want to sometimes. <laughs> like, I need another excuse to wear this thing. I, yeah. You know what I, I didn't realize I could pull off the look of mm. until my last job? Because yes. I started doing it at my last job. Um, Like, dress pants and a tucked-in golf or tennis oh, polo yeah. Oh, with yeah. a full button-up. Yeah. 
I could I actually pull it off pretty well. Yeah. Like, it's not that bad. I could, I could see that. It's not that bad. Yeah. It, it's, I, I could pick you as a golfer. You put that on me like, oh, that guy fucking golfs. Yeah, I fucking hate golf. <laughs> I fucking hate golfing. It's, it's too slow. It's just there's so much precision required. I don't have the patience for it. No, it's you just, just look good in a polo and drive a golf cart around. Yeah. And you yeah. get to wear gloves. I found out that I like Lacoste fit. Sure. Because yeah. Lacoste fit isn't uh, down to elbow. Yeah. Like, it's a, short. like a full golf shirt. It's tennis, so it goes to half yeah. arm. And for me, with my skinny chicken arms, it's perfect. No, your your beefy I work out arms. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that beefy, but yeah, I know what you mean. I know. What yeah, you mean. but there, there's a shape there. There's a shape. Uh, yeah. Your skinny I work out arms. <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> that's think, what we'll call them. I think the funniest thing ever is that there's so many like I I, I agree with it. Like if you saw me in person, you would think, does he work out? Like. like <laughs> like you know what i mean like there's so there's i'm just I, i'm just one of those weird people that i just don't have this weird reflection of what i do for a workout yeah exactly you know what i mean yeah. you don't really see it yeah so i'm just like oh, i work out it's like oh i bet you do like that's that's kind of it like oh yeah that's good buddy good yeah good for you. It's like, no i swear i love working out like i have an sml2 rack i swear like, <laughs> does that guy work out or is he one of those assholes that could just deal like eat whatever he wants Oh, those fuckers and have yeah. six packs? Yeah. No, that's, I fucking hate those people. <laughs> Eat whatever they want and don't do anything and are just shredded all the time. You know, I, I was watching Ocean's 11 and 12 on Netflix mm. and something that's super annoying that I don't know why they did that with the character, but uh, Rudy, I think his name is. Yeah. Uh, but um, uh, Brad Pitt's character. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's always eating. Yep. And I don't know why. There's a... And I he's always was... licking and sucking his fingers when he's done. Yeah. And it's just so annoying to me. <laughs> and I don't know if they're doing it as just like this weird juxtaposition uh, of, look at this handsome man just feasting on garbage all the time. I don't, <laughs> I don't know what it is. You know what I mean? Like, I don't understand the point behind that. Uh, there was something uh, from IMDb. In nearly every scene Rusty is in, he's oh, eating something. According to Brad Pitt, this is because the whole gang, his character in particular, would be so busy that they'd rarely be able to eat. It was decided in nearly every scene Rusty's in, he's eating something. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it's just that, like, they're always constantly planning something. They wouldn't have time to sit down and eat. He's like, when do these people eat? I think I should just be eating all the time Oceans, to show that they're doing it. Ocean's 13. Yeah. He had he, he it's shown him with the meal. Yeah, oceans, oceans, twelve and thirteen. Um, I love those movies so much. Thirteen, not so much, but I liked all of them. Eleven's a classic. Twelve is so good. Twelve is basically that Rick and Morty heist episode, where it's like a heist of a heist of a heist of a heist. Is yeah. just Oceans Twelve. Yeah. Like that's what that movie is. I think the cool thing about Oceans Twelve that I liked was. It was so different. It was these guys are under attack. These yeah. guys are on the run. They get caught. Like yeah. all this fucking shit. Ocean's Thirteen. I just loved. Uh, I loved. I, I liked it. I liked it a lot until the the Matt Damon part. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about with the weird pheromone yeah. thing that they used to it try to, to get to get to the uh, the jewels. Yeah. The, the five diamond uh, necklaces. Yep. Yeah, I didn't like that part. It was weird. Yeah, that part was just goofy. Yeah. Those movies are so good. Those are like, I those are like modern classics. Because those were like, what, in 2000s? No, they're older than that. Really? 90s? Yeah. Older than that. The originals? Well, the originals are from like the 60s. Yeah. No, I mean like... Like, the, it's like remake of a remake of a remake. Yeah, yeah. No, but like the George Clooney ones are like modern oh, classics. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. 
They're so yeah. good. Yeah. Um, what was your next thing about HBO Max longing, hunting, living for a second chance to first time HBO Max? <laughs> Are you okay, man? <laughs> longing, hunting, living for a second chance to first time HBO Max. What? Don't you don't you know how my brain works by now? No, it's like reading the poetry of someone having a downward spiral. <laughs> Like he's been living alone in the woods for five years, and this is the okay, first. Okay, so this is because I found uh, I found and added and started watching uh, Jetsons, Looney Tunes, oh. like all of the old, like yeah. like all old those Warner Brothers stuff. Yeah, all that stuff. Yeah, and watching it, just I don't know what it is about. There's something. There's there's got to be a study done on this. The new experience, the mm. new viewing experience of stuff on a handheld mobile device mm-hmm. in the dark, mm-hmm. in bed, and not looking at a TV being propped up and having to hear audio all the way down there and having the ability to have such an immersive experience with the screen six inches from your fucking face yeah. with headphones in with direct audio output. Hearing those things, right? Okay, maybe maybe 10 inches yeah. from your face. But that experience... It almost transports you. It's almost like a drive-in movie theater experience when wow. it's just you. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like this thing where it's just you connecting to what you're seeing on screen. And let me tell you something. When I saw the fucking Jetsons intro, yeah, it was a weird... I felt myself like fall into... <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> myself... Yeah, my own past, the past and history of my of my family members, their childhoods, their experiences growing up on the weekends, sitting around a the tube time, TV, the time frame that they grew up in, yeah, like the cars that were outside, more steel than aluminum, like just Jetsons was sixties, right? I think maybe seventies. I thought it was, yeah, that yeah, sixties. Yeah, yeah, it was sixties. Just. Thinking about that, thinking about the music that was playing, this probably there's cigarettes smell in the air, you know, yep. just the smell of sitting on like red shag carpet, wood panel walls. I just walls. fell into that fucking shit. I fell into all those realities, <laughs> all those different times, the, the the all those all these different timelines of dimensions of other people's existences. What the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> Nothing. Why can't you just watch a cartoon? I did. And that's what happened. <laughs> I didn't ask for that experience. That's the experience that was that was given to me. Yeah. From HBO Max. HBO I, Max, please sponsor this this episode, this podcast. But lo, then watching Looney Tunes and fucking Tom and Jerry and all this shit. Powerpuff Girls. I'm gonna get to that part. <laughs> but just it all just completely took me out to seeing myself from the first first person perspective my point of view my reality of history that i know from my own personal experience and while i was there on the carpet watching the show i suddenly felt what it was like to be the parent in that situation because of my own reality and understanding of being an adult in this uh, perspective and i almost mirrored it back to what it must be like to have been then and understanding what that meant in time and what everything was relative to for like just the existence of it all the existence of the carpet the existence of the colors of that time frame all that shit and how that was not considered old that was considered modern 
You know what I mean? That was considered relevant. That was considered not classic, not timeless. That was considered the now. That was considered the present. That was considered the what is in. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And so it was just this weird. Just keep going. It was this weird experience, man, where I was just fucking. <laughs> I was going to say, you're not saying man enough. <laughs> where I just fell through this this crazy I felt like I was in the black hole from Interstellar and I was just seeing everything while fuck? being it, but also seeing it from the outside while also being on the outside with the perspective and an experience of being on the inside. So it was just me being able to be in like the first person view of myself from my own actual like experience in the past but then also somehow being in the the exact same perspective the first person perspective of something i didn't really experience but i can now relate to in my mother and my father and my sister and in knowing what that was like and experiencing that and then you know what it must have been like just to go outside and to smell the air in that time frame and the grass and my neighbor next door and hearing the two-stroke engine of somebody just pulling it and then weed whacking and shit like knowing what it must have been like from all those different perspectives felt like going back in time on a full range a full spectrum of experiences and not just a singular like selfish personal well my own view of what this thing was the jetsons was was this one time on a saturday morning it was so much more than that it was it was it's like a cap like a bomb imagine a bomb going off and instead of just i saw the bomb impact and that's where the point hit you saw the entire crater and the air dispersed and like the the sound and shockwaves and the EMP portion of it impacting electrical fields and shit. Like there's so much more to it than just that one impact point. And that was the perspective I had until I saw the Jetsons and Looney Tunes and Tom and Jerry and HBO Max. This conversation, <laughs> if that's what you want to call it, that lecture, <laughs> that tangent, that, that TED talk has enlightened me <laughs> to I now feel the most clearly I've ever felt <laughs> that everybody thinks and experiences things in different ways I'm really glad you had that experience I felt like I just watched like you know when they do like shows or movies do like super cuts of how things are supposed to make you feel like that was basically a how five gum makes you <laughs> what chewing five gum feels like or like those we're trying not to show you what sex is but here's a bunch of quick snippet clips of what sex feels like and it's like uh, a rose blooming and like super sped up motion and time lapse and then like a like a water drop and then like a nuclear bomb going up like that's how your brain works for watching the fucking Jetsons <laughs> where I just be like oh man I remember watching this as a kid and then watch the show. Man. For the record. For the record. Hang on. I can pull what it up. What did you even write? <laughs> what is the note you wrote? Longing, hunting, living for a second chance to first time HBO Max. Okay. So, by the way, I got all of that in only two minutes and 27 seconds of the Jetsons. You old. <laughs> <laughs> you talked about it for longer than you watched the show. <laughs> You <laughs> For those who can't see, Dubs literally pulled up HBO Max to where it's still paused two minutes and 27 seconds into the episode. Season one, episode one, Rosie the Robot. Jesus. 
Jesus, man. You had more than two and a half minutes of experience watching two minutes and 27 seconds of that show. But all of that happened in those two minutes and 27 seconds for me. Like, did you, all of that. Did you, all are you going to watch more of it or have you already gotten what you needed out of it? It sounds like you did. I think I did. It sounds like you just grew as a person. <laughs> I just that's just how i perceive things man like that's just how i take it and to move on because i can't keep up with you <laughs> no, no 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 we have so much to, you asked me a no, question you no asked i was gonna question i was gonna kind of relate it to this the powerpuff girls I, I watched all of the powerpuff girls with my girlfriend on hbo max and that here's how i would describe what you just described uh nostalgia made me feel nostalgia that's what nostalgia feels like dubs no 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 because nostalgia is the first half of what i said which is just the impact it brings you back to that moment. It is the first person like recollection of your experience of it. Eh. It's the, Oh, I remember when I was eight and I saw this and I was watching it at night when it came on at seven and this mm. and this, or, Oh yeah, this show always came on at this time. And that's I not quite watching. it for me. Maybe that's, I'm Mike. Okay. Then you describe your experience. Your today. default nostalgia is I remember my memories about this personally, my ex- exact experience where you just discovered this way deeper. I remember the universe at this moment <laughs> <laughs> where my default nostalgia is, oh man, I remember what the world was like around then. Like I remember, um, like coming home from school and i remember talking to people at school about okay powerpuff so girls so i'm kind of in between you're, you're not no you're knocking on the same door i am you're right there all you need to do is like <laughs> take the next step and realize and put your like the next step is like coming home and then like i don't know my mom was home and she made cookies or something and then right you're right there and all you have to do is then flip and say but i am her and i am what the i fuck? do understand that experience of what it must have been like for her and then you realize what it's like to for you to like work a day at work and come home and then you get something ready to eat for somebody or something and then you realize that it's a shared experience but you just take it back in time and you realize what it must have been like for her to pour a cup of milk for you and get the cookies out the cabinet and hearing the cabinet door slam and <laughs> i got my for you own to... milk and okay cookies. well my I'm mom just, wouldn't do that i'm shit. just saying as an experience <laughs> yeah, though no, like I, like i know you have to realize like yeah when my like, dad would come home from work because he would come home before my mom and he'd get pissed off that i'm watching tv and not doing my homework i know what it feels like to be him so now. then you yeah so not only just i know why he was mad you then have to just because that's just knocking on the door you kick in the door realizing <laughs> putting yourself in those shoes of what it must have been like to w- drive home imagine being in the traffic imagine having to come home to the family imagine what it's like turning off the car and the engine rumble quiets and you get out of the car with a heavy click and you close the door with a heavy slam like when you put yourself in that perspective no. you start to realize that like you don't just start thinking of oh this is what the universe was at that time you start realizing this was what the universe was at that time and i know what it was like to live through that universe as other as everybody else because i'm i am everybody else and they are me have you done dmt (laughs) (laughs) you know how no when you either talk to people or you watch people talk in videos or something that have done dmt and lsd (laughs) and they just are on another plane of thinking you're on that plane and you've never done either one i don't think no no i've never i've never done psychedelics you're just (laughs) you're you're you just have an elevated way of thinking 
that I just I don't want that. No, it's <laughs> like when I watch right Powerpuff there. Girls. But you're right there. No, 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 yes, no, no, no. You're right no, there. No, you're already knocking. No. You're already knocking. <laughs> These experiences <laughs> that the, you're thinking of, my the thought of my dad coming home in traffic because of my thoughts of what it was like to watch the Powerpuff Girls back in the '90s <laughs> is not a memory that I need to. I don't need to go that deep into that matrix of. <laughs> The Powerpuff Girls. When I watch the Powerpuff Girls and I think back to what it was like to watch the Powerpuff Girls, I think back to Powerpuff Girls memories. Next time I'm in traffic, I could think back to my dad being in traffic and be like, oh my gosh, I know what that was like now. I could understand that when I get home and the thing that like I expect to be done when I get home isn't done, I now know what it was like for my dad to feel that way. But and see, now I could connect. But I'm not going to get there no, from no, no, watching no. the yes, Jetsons. Yes, yes, because no, because there's no the emotional tie comes from you being transported with the nostalgic like capsule the nostalgic capsule transports you into that part in time and then when it opens and you come out that's when all these loose pieces of yarn all these yarn pieces flapping against the wall that are taped pick a metaphor you can man. grab them and then when you pull it that's when you start pulling into the traffic situation and that's when you start pulling into that perspective you can't just have this piece of yarn flapping on the wall and you touch it and grab it and pull and it leads to that and then you have this capsule of nostalgia with you and, and transporting you with the emotional connection that comes from your because you don't know what it was truly like right you can relate to it but the thing that carried you the thing that transported you there was the powerpuff girls that feeling of watching ppg that was the whole that's the whole thing that carries the emotional perspective back with you you know what i mean because that's easy to say oh i have the flu now so it must have been similar to the spanish flu right like no like the flu and the flu is just not going to be the same experience of suffering but if you remember a difficult time of having the flu back in a certain time frame you can transport back from that personal experience that capsule is what brings you there and then once it opens that's the crater that's the mushroom cloud that's the shock wave through the air that's what pushes everything out that's that's your perspective and your your realization and your connection to everything spreading into that time. I will circle back to what I said earlier. Your brain chemistry is different from mine. <laughs> you got something else going on in there and it's not a bad thing. It's just holy crap, a different thing. I have nothing to add to what you said. That was, that was beautiful and fucked up and weird. <laughs> But did you do you know what I'm saying though? I, I do. Do you? I'm never gonna do think you? that way. But, but do I, you? I clearly understand the way you're thinking. You, you do. painted a beautiful picture, and I I know exactly the thought process you had watching two minutes and twenty seven <laughs> seconds of the Jetsons. I know exactly what you're talking about, and that's super cool for you. <laughs> that's why I paused it because I stopped <laughs> and I just because that's when you I paused it. to open up notes and yes. wrote that garbage that's what I longing did. hunting living for a second chance to first time HBO Max that's what I, yes that's what I did beautiful man so that so that was about um that was about oh yeah so the specific thing that I wrote down about longing hunting and living for the second chance to first time experience it was the feeling and the question I came out of that experience that experience of the Jetsons for the experience? two minutes and 20s yeah using the word experience for <laughs> getting yes. bored after two and a half minutes of it watching the Jetsons being enlightened after two minutes and 27 seconds man so that was me realizing this longing feeling I had and and the hunger and, and, and the desire to live that moment again wow. with 
the knowledge. It's the it's the classic. Imagine going back through school, but you know everything you know now. It's the same thing. Imagine being able to go back and to be that person who can go through that experience of watching the Jetsons on that on that red carpet, you know, in that time frame. But now you have the understanding that that there's more to that world than the TV screen and the carpet. You realize, you know. There's so much to define this period of time. It's like yeah, this. It's like wow, Bill Clinton is getting impeached right now. <laughs> it's it's yeah. It's just it's it's just this. It's it, yeah. It's just this. It's, it's just this 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 awareness. Mm. This the awareness of it. You know, like imagine going back and having a first time experience again with with the realization that this is your second chance with it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's still your first time experiencing it. So you still have all that magic of, of making this connection of creating this connection, but you have also this, this thought process that of, I need to remember this. You know what I mean? I need to be aware of this. Like, mm-hmm. like, like that color green is, is so in right now and it's not going to be in for a long time. And yeah, and those jeans are ridiculous. And that color, that neon jacket is definitely going to be out of style for the next 10 years, but then yeah. it's going to somehow come back. Like yeah. having this weird understanding of how I think everything is relevant, but everything is not going to be relevant. Yeah. You know what I mean? Wow, man. It's beautiful. Thank you. Oh, that's that's very kind of you. That's very kind of you. I, I didn't know if you wanted to add anything to that. I, I physically can't. <laughs> you fried my brain. I'm going to go home tonight, and when my girlfriend goes to bed, I'm going to pop in the AirPods Pro noise cancellation. I'm going to like light some candles and sit there in the dark and just watch two and a half minutes of the Jetsons and just see where it takes me. And it's going to be like, oh, man, this, this show's dated. See, but that's that's another trigger, right? Yeah. That's another trigger. So when you watch something like the Jetsons or something like Looney Tunes or something like Tom and Jerry, and you realize and you acknowledge like this is so dated. Yeah. That's you know what that is? Mm. That is the toe into the water of is it cold? But in this case, that dip, that touch, <laughs> that like I wonder what the temperature is, is the that's dated. And all it takes is you to go all in to have a similar experience of understanding because that's that's the hallway to the door that you are already knocking on in other areas, wow. right? It's 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 the same path. It's the same path. It's just how how far down that path do you want to go? You know what I mean? Yeah. Just the this is dated. Well, why is it dated? And you start going down that path. And you start yeah. going down like, wow, look how old this is. I can't believe back that they, they did this. And then you can just start experiencing that time. And the next thing you know, you're in that time. Yeah. Wow, man. I, let's end it on that. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go watch you're, The Jetsons on HBO Max. I'm dead serious. I can't tell if you're like serious about, about my, my I'm, experience. I am exactly half serious. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not joking about any of this. Like, I know this you're is, not. Okay. This is 100% what I experienced yeah. in those two minutes and 27 seconds. Yeah. I and think it's super cool and super weird. And I think you <laughs> way overthink things. Does but I, you, you got somewhere really cool with it. And I'm glad you had that experience. And I'm, I'm not expecting to have a, even a similar experience. <laughs> I'm not even going to say the same. Not even similar. But I just want to watch what you watched to get there. <laughs> so if anybody listening has HBO Max, watch the first two minutes and 27 seconds of the Jetsons Series 1, Episode 1. Uh, what was it? Betty the Robot? Uh, yes. Yeah. Watch that. And 
and then re-listen to this long segment <laughs> to see <laughs> how that made dubs feel i love it good I'm, evening i'm really gonna watch it I'm, huh i said good evening everybody take care take care take care of yourself <laughs> Human garbage. Human garbage. Human garbage. <laughs> I knew that was going to be Hugh. the catchphrase you wanted to start this mic Human test with. garbage. One more time. Is it garbage or garbage? Neither. It's human garbage. Garbage? Enunciate it. Gar- it feels Human good. garbage. Garbage. Garb. Garb. Garb age. Garbage. It's garbage. Bidge. Garbage. Yeah, give me like a garbage. deeper bidge. Give it's me garbage. Bidge. Garbage. Garb- garbage. <laughs> All right, stop. Stop. <laughs>